This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to this week's edition of the 100% LCFC podcast, hosted up on iTunes, SoundCloud, and also through my own personal YouTube, as well as Facebook. Make sure you follow us at 100LCFC on Twitter and on Facebook, and give me a follow at Lee underscore Chappie. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at ADT Taxes. Download the app today. And finally, visit Loserpool, loserpool.com. Place a bet on a losing team in the Premier League. If they lose, you advance into the next stage. The last man standing is declared the winner. Win £1,000 guaranteed. Visit loserpool.com. Welcome everybody to this week's special edition of the podcast. on Hosted on SoundCloud, iTunes and as a video on YouTube and Facebook. Pule in, pule out. That is the movement in Leicester City Football Club at the minute. It's a it's a bit of a nasty one. Fans are split, divided completely between the two. It's a very Marmite situation and it's getting a bit nasty and a bit rowdy. I've got a pull in, a big pull in um, to, to really get his thoughts and opinions on the show. His name's Jamie. He's from Alcudia and he owns the Fox's Arms. You can follow him at the Fox's Arms on Twitter. And we have a pure outer. He was on the fence, but now he wants him out. It's Mr. Anthony Howard. You can follow him on Twitter as well at LCFC Boyer. He does some YouTube stuff as well, so make sure you check him out. Like, let's get them both in. Come on, guys. Bring bring yourselves on. And I'm going to start with Anthony, who is on my right. Anthony Howard, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. You? Yeah, I'm good. Brilliant, mate. I hope you're up for this. I hope you've took some notes down. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. It, it, you know what? This season's been a pain in the arse for me. I, I I think it just shouldn't even be a thing this. This pure out thing shouldn't even be a, shouldn't even be a thing. We've had obviously a tragedy that happened in October with Mr. Vishai and I think the season should really be more about that and backing the lads through the season because it really realistically that should have dropped any team 
to a lower point than where we are. We're seventh at the end of the day. And something like that really should have affected us and we should be further down the table. So I don't think it's even a, a, a thing about a pure in or a pure out, but there you go. But what's your take on, obviously, you're, you're a pure outer. What's your take on pure? Uh, so the first thing I want to say is the fact of backing the lads and stuff that you said there, I think just because I'm not a fan of the manager doesn't mean I'm not going to back the lads and back the team and everything that he's doing. If he makes a decision whilst you're at the game, you back it. But when you sort of reflect on it afterwards, you can obviously criticise it and say what you think's wrong with it. But as you said, though, obviously with everything that happened with Mr. Beecher, I don't think that getting rid of Puel now would be the best solution. I think he's got to see out the season. But I don't think he is the man to take us forward. Okay, so you don't think he's the man to take us forwards. Um, But stability right now is, I think, what we need. And I think Puel gives that. Wouldn't you agree, Jamie? Yeah, I know. I understand what a lot of the the Puel are saying, but we need stability. Keep swapping and changing managers. You see it with a load of other clubs. They just don't give him time. I know people keep saying, well, he's had a year, but he can't change it overnight. You need no. to be given time to build it. He's bringing the young players through, he's doing that, and they're showing the benefits of playing week in and week out. A lot of clubs bring him in for one week, and then they don't play about four or five weeks. So I think, well, actually, stability is what we need to keep the manager, and we see we take it from there, and you just keep going and see how it goes. We're seventh in the league. What what more do people want? What more do the pure out fans want than seventh in the league? Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, I completely completely agree, mate. Um, I think at the minute it's a very fickle uh, fan base we have uh, mm. in terms of the pure thing. Uh, it's just it's gone a bit marmitey, hasn't it? Between fans, it's, there's a line down yeah. the middle. There's no there's no middle middle man. I'm trying to be yeah. the middle man because I don't want him out. I don't want him in. I, I don't want to even think about it. I don't like Pure's uh, style of play. Don't get me wrong, I find it very, very boring. You know, the football sideways. You know, like You've already said this before yourself. Um, and, and the goals have even proved that. We don't score many goals. It's it's a, it's a bore fest, to be honest with you. The amount of times I could have pressed a snooze button down the KP is unbelievable, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> going back to uh, to, pure, to Pure Ant, what's the other, is there any other particular reason why you want him out? Okay, so I've actually got a few. So it's not being able to beat teams that sit deep because that's been a problem throughout this season against Burnley. Where realistically, all they did was sit behind the ball. We couldn't we couldn't beat Burnley. Fulham, who else? Obviously, Cardiff just just played. Like I don't expect to win every game. Like don't get me wrong, but it's teams that we just cannot break down. Teams who get men behind the ball and it. And that sort of almost brings me on to another point that I've made of Adrian and Silva. He could be that man, and it's almost as if Puel's isolated him out of the team. Because Adrian Silva finished last season so strong, and we haven't seen anything since, really. Uh, your take on Adrian Silva says a complete different story to me, Jamie. I, I, to be honest, he, he came from the Portuguese league with a quite a high reputation in the Portuguese league in foreign football. Yeah. He comes in, he played. I know he had the. It was unlucky the way he started. He was 14 seconds late. We can't blame him on that one. Um, but he came in and he put too many tricks and flicks in the Premier League. He passes the ball and half the time you see the ball, it goes out of play. You've got and it just doesn't. I know we've been at the last few games, we've lost control of the ball a lot. But with him, it's too many tricks and flicks for my liking in the central midfield. You don't need that. And I, re- I don't think he's worth 22 quid, let alone 22 million. <laughs> wow. I really don't. Sorry. Wow, I, I just don't. Put the, the 
the Premier League is a bit more quicker pace than the Spanish League, Portuguese League, German League. So they have more time for the tricks and flicks. But in the, in the English League, they're on them straight away. And you can't do that. Well, yeah. You, I mean, you could argue that Ricardo Pereira, he's come from, you know, that's that same sort of league, you know. And he's yeah, yeah. sat right in. And not only is he sat right in, he is he's arguably one of the best players on the field at the he, moment. He gets on with the game. He's one of the few foreign players we've had in recent years that come in and hit the ground running and just get on with it. Yeah. You don't see him making any of the tricks and flicks. You just see him doing the normal full-backish stuff or whatever yeah. people doing want to call role. Doing his role. Yeah, doing his role. Yeah. But central midfielders, like if you lose the ball in the central midfield, you're knackered. And tricks and flicks, not in that league, not every time you get the ball. That's yeah. why I don't rate him at all, to be honest. Everyone has their own opinion on him, which I, I have to take that. But my opinion... Not really. Not seen him do anything. So, so what? Going back onto what Anthony was saying though about uh, not breaking teams down that that sit deep. I, I'm not, I'm not so sure that's a pure situation. I think that's a Leicester situation for the last few years. Our style of play has been counter attack off off the shoulder and stuff. I mean, uh, I can't see that being a pure problem. I think that's just a Leicester problem. I don't think that will change at the, for the foreseeable future with the players that we have and the style that's been. Um, been pushed forward for the last few years. Um, I think that's like, we've always had Mares, who's been able to sort of take sort of two or three men away from that back line when they've been sitting deep. But I think the poor recruitment in replacing Mares, because one thing I will give Puel, he's been, he's recruited very well in terms terms of Ricardo Pereira, in terms of Madison. But in terms of replacing Mares, there wasn't even a real sort of effort at it. Gazelle was never going to be good <laughs> enough. He sat on the bench. He sat on the bench in France for the last three years. He's. It's, we needed someone who was going to step into that role straight away, yeah. and we haven't had that. So I don't know if that's Puel. I don't know if that's Rubkin or how that one's worked. But I think we w- we would have been better equipped last year to break through teams sitting deep than we are this year when we're trying to play possession football. Okay. Yeah. Um, Possession football is a boring thing. Pure is a pure. He is. His style is boring. So, if you want someone to replace Mares, who who's on your list? <laughs> That's a tough there's one. There's so it? many options. There's so many options. But there's like, obviously, it depends how much the club are willing to invest in a winger. To be honest, but if say we sold him for sixty, so if we were going to invest at forty million into it, because the money must be there somewhere. Then there's options like Lozano, Leon Bailey, like so many very, very highly rated wingers. Or even if you wanted to go sort of a bit more English and go with a, a cheaper option like Jack Grealish, someone like that who can play on the wing. Yeah, there's been many a wing. talk of Jack Grealish and Leicester for the, over the last probably 12 months. I, I I don't think he's as good as say Madison, and I, I don't no. know. I don't think he's as good as Madison. I think Madison was the, obviously, like you said, the probably the, the best signing we've had. Um, but I think we don't shouldn't be looking at replacing Morris. I think the what Pule's got at the minute is with working with wing backs. Leicester have never really worked with that wing back system that he's had now, with sort of like you chill well on the left and you're grey, and on the right, sort of, you know, like you're all Brighton and you're Pereira, or, or someone behind Pereira, like Danny Simpson. I think it works. The last the last time we played that was under Nigel Pearson, a regular three at the back or yeah. five at the back, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, Lloyd, I mean, Lloyd, Day, Lloyd Dyer you yeah. know, goes straight down we played, it, we played it for 10 minutes against Burnley, and then Johnny Evans got injured. 
But then he doesn't. That's not a style that Pure likes to play, though. Three at the back and wing backs. Although I think we've got the players to play that. Yeah, It'll be quite I... interesting to see. But I don't think he, he won't change his style. He'll always have two central defend, two central defended midfielders first. Yeah, that's what he'll always have. Yeah, so, yeah, so for I me, think... it's not even. About, sorry, it's, for me, it's not about replacing Mares in terms of how he plays, though. As you're saying, it's about replacing Mares in terms of someone who can get the assists, get the goals. Because yeah. Damari Gray, I like him, but he's not. He's not that level yet. No, Gazelle, <laughs> he just looks like a donkey. Being everyone's, honest. Um, I think, on the same idea that Gazelle's not that great. And uh, I mean, he's had, he's had a few good touches. He, had, he pulled in a, a cracking shot. I think was it against Cardiff, but. Uh, yeah, I know what you guys are saying, and I think it was more of an Algerian purchase for <laughs> for shirts. I'm sorry, I've, I, that's my opinion. You know, everyone's got their own opinion. Yeah. That's my opinion. I think that's just to keep the Algerian market going. Well, I, I do think though we've had a lot worse players than Gazelle though. Yes. over the years. Yes, certainly. Some people are saying he's the worst ever player to pull a shirt up. No, I don't think I could think off the top of my head one player, Junior Lewis, quite easily. <laughs> Akin by you. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to do a poll, we're going to do a poll on 100 percent LCFC. Uh, who who's worse, Akinbaye or Kalichi Inacio? Akinbaye. That's what I, I don't said. think Inacio is that bad. I just think he's low on confidence. Yes. yes, that's another thing that I said on my show on Sunday. The booing. No. I don't understand the booing. If you're booing one player, it means you're booing. To me personally, you're booing the club in general. Yeah, you're of booing. You are. You're not giving. He's 21, 22. He's lacking in confidence. It's the last thing he needs yeah. to be booing. Knowing, I mean, that's twice now they've booed him when he's come on, which I think is utterly disgusting. Yeah. You, 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 You're booing you, your own players. Your club. Yeah, and then, and, and ironically, ten, iron, ironically, 10 minutes before that, they were probably singing, we always back the lads. You know, uh, you know, we won the Premier League. You know, it's just like, what? Yeah. You, you know, you talk, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very sour at the minute. Each- one minute they're singing Vichy I had a dream. Yeah. The next minute you're booing a player. You can't you can't have that at all. You've no. got to be a hundred percent behind him or well or whatever. Because it, it's doing my head in at the minute. Some of the comments on social media are actually are disgraceful about oh, it. Really. Yeah, it's 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 bad. I mean that like I said, the pure ins, the pure outs, it's 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 bad because I understand why people want him out in a way. Because of obviously it's boring and blah blah blah, it doesn't bring a bit of finesse to the to the style of play. But we're freaking seventh in the Premier League. We're top of the rest of the league behind the big six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think us being seventh. This isn't me trying to be negative, by the way. This is just me sort of analysing it. It's just because other teams around us have been also equally inconsistent. Not because we've been particularly special. Yeah, but you look when when we won the league this time last this time three years ago we had forty points. That yeah. would have only got us fourth this year. That's how inconsistent that league was. And if you look some of the results last night, who would have thought Palace would have beat Wolves last night at Wolves? Burnley they went yeah. to Huddersfield. Burnley well shocking at the minute, but they went. It's, everyone's beating everyone. The, the bottom thirteen teams. It's a totally different league to the top six. It really is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I, mean, I think when Leicester lose a game, it's all on Pule. Every single yeah, yeah. every every negative thing is towards Pule. It doesn't matter how we lost, even if it was like a a very controversial, I don't know, penalty in the 90th minute and we lose one nil. Yeah, it's Pule's fault. Like I mean, I, I don't know, I don't understand how that works, Jamie. I mean, we played Chelsea and then we beat we played beat Chelsea away one nil. We beat Everton away. Very, very similar kind of styles of football. Yeah, the possession a bit, but. 
as soon as the game was finished, we didn't. They didn't have time to enjoy it. It was pure out straight away. It was comments of pure out. As soon as that final whistle went, the comments on my Twitter feed was pure out, pure out, pure out. It's bonkers, I just don't, isn't it? We've just had two wins against two away to uh, two, two champions. Two, yeah, that don't normally win. We don't normally win against, and we beat them. We couldn't enjoy it because it was pure out. And it was I just, know. it was unbelievable, it really is. Can you imagine if this was the lesser side under Martin O'Neill in the O'Neill years? We were seventh in the Premier League and we lost to, I don't know, uh, I can't think who was in the leagues at that at that point, say Middlesbrough or something. And, you know, yeah. and we'd just beat Arsenal and Man United, though. It would, it, would it be the same thing? Would it be O'Neill out, even though we've just beat two of the best teams in the league and lost to Borough, or, say, bottom? It wouldn't, I don't, I don't think it'd be the same. So, I, I don't, I don't, there's something either, pure either brings negative, negativity with him to fan bases because the yeah. Southampton was the same thing. I think with a lot of them is they think because he can't speak English properly and he's boring in his press conferences, they don't like him. Some people have had it in for him since day one. Yeah. But it doesn't matter how... Because we've had Pearson, because we've had Ranieri, that were all like... I know Pearson's attitude stunk and not. I, I used to love Margil Pearson. Ranieri was a laugh a minute because they used to love him. There's no personality. With, yeah, but now with Pure, there's no personality. But does it really matter... We're seventh in the league. He could speak bloody yeah. Azerbaijan yeah. language. Yeah. There. Yeah. And as long as he got into seventh or sixth, it doesn't matter. It, I don't understand what what the Pule Out Brigade actually wants from us. And, Seven, Anthony, yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know, mate. It's frustrating, isn't it? When because like oh, yeah. I'm not on and out or on in because I find him, I find him most boringest football <laughs> we've ever played. But he's he's. Got his seventh in the league, and Anthony's saying that it's obviously because of other teams. But that's how the Premier League is. That's 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 it. That's fact. That's football. Get over it. Yeah. But and negativity with Pule. Uh, I've looked back at his yeah, history. Think... It, the, the the negativity with Pule. Sorry, the uh, the history of his previous clubs. It reflects the same pattern again with Leicester. Are his days numbered yeah. because of the fans? I don't know, because I talk to Dan Hargreaves of Saints View quite a lot, yeah. and he's saying that it's basically like looking in a mirror of what happened at the Saints a couple of years ago. But the thing that I don't like, and I am, I'm on the fence, but I'm sort of more towards Puel out, but I don't like the people who literally, they've got the agenda against Puel, like every little thing they can nitpick against him. Yeah. That's where I think it's got to ridiculous. It's like, you know what? We beat Chelsea away, but people were criticising the fact we played with pre-CDMs. We just beat Chelsea away, come I know, on. I know. But it's when, it's when it's going wrong and he's not changing stuff. That's when it frustrates me. Okay. Like, his, like him sometimes not see, seeing what the rest of us can see. Yeah, I know. For example, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, 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 making them substitutions that 90% of us are all calling for and he don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the manager has all through that ninety minute. I mean, I don't. I've never been a manager of a full time, and none of us ever have been. And I doubt <laughs> any of us ever will be. But the thoughts that must be going through his head before the game, during the game, after the game, the build up to it, and the aftermath of the game, he must have so much going through his head. It, it's got to be hard work for him to be actually concentrating the full ninety minutes and seeing every little thing that goes on. I don't think you can. That's why he's paid for big money. That's why he's paid for big money like, to see that. They're not, they're not paid that much money. The managers are not compared to some of the players. You've got to take. Yeah, but, I mean, to, yeah, but <laughs> anyone's not paid a lot compared to the players. 
Again, oh, we've got a battle hard. now between managers and managers' funds now, guys. Surely, even though we lost, yes, we lost to an absolutely stunning goal, which I think it was. You can't fault the goal at all. Yeah. The players have got to take a, a portion of the blame. I'm afraid they have. You can't just keep blaming it on Pule all the time, every little thing. Did he tell Madison how to take penalties? No, because Madison's took his penalties like that every single game. Yeah. We had 17 attempts well, on don't target. Don't forget, Jamie, it's Pule's fault. That was Pule's fault, though. Oh, yeah, that's what they keep saying. The three penalty misses against Man City, that was Peel's fault. You run down the middle, you run it hard and low right down the middle, and the keeper has not a chance. These fucking, these stuttering runs. That's all right, that's all right. You can edit that one out. That's all these right. stuttering runs are no good, but he still gets the blame for absolutely everything. There's one, I won't yeah. mention his name, but there's one person on Twitter at the minute that is really doing my every, every week. Day in, oh, day out. Yeah, he's, putting, he's putting comics in. About it. I mean, he put one yesterday. Oh, we've we've lost twenty two points this year. Yeah. How can you say we've lost twenty two points? That means we'd be one point behind Liverpool. Yeah. And they haven't lost a game all season. I know. Yeah. I know. How, but that's how that's, that's creating like a that? that's creating an illusion and an image of what Pule's lost us to to rage the Pule outs even more. That's all that's for. Yeah. And uh, fair yeah. enough, fair enough. Look, at the end of the day, we've all got our own opinions, and we've all got our own things that we make stuff to get more likes and more views and more. Um, you know, that's what that's what we're doing right now. Um, but <laughs> I'm so against this pure out stuff. I'm just fucking sick of it myself. There you go. I swore. <laughs> the thing that, like, I know what you're saying that the the, the Puel out people are like blaming Puel for everything. But I think that's a minority of the people who don't want him in the club will blame him to a ridiculous extent. There's quite a lot of people who are like me who don't who don't like him particularly, but are but will back him and will back why, sort why, of the lads and everything. Anthony, why don't you like him though? Honestly, what's the what's what's the reason you don't like him? Uh, style of football, it just honestly sends me to sleep when I'm there. Honest to God, it is ridiculous. But, but what do you rather have? Kevin Keegan stylish and lose 4-3 every week and be fighting down the bottom mm. or be up near the top not up near the top half of the table winning 1-0 away I mean when we won the league we had 5 1-0 wins on the trot one week no one moaned about that now all of a sudden we're winning 1-0 but the style was bad <laughs> I think the fact is that back when we won the league we were playing to a style that suited our team now we're playing to a style that does not suit the players that we have because Mark Albrighton I love Mark he is not a player that can play possession football and find him the gaps and the pockets of space that you need to be able to play Puel's system. Yeah, um, against, Chelsea, against Chelsea and um, Everton when he came on, he changed the game. Yeah, yeah, Rock but those, those games aren't the ones that I've got the problem with is for when we're playing those kind of clubs. It's m- my problem is when we're playing the Fulhams, we're playing the yeah, Burnleys the and Cardiff. stuff. Those, that's where I, that's where I, my problem is because it's just sideways, 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 sideways. We've no penetration, and the fact that we've got like internationals like Ibora, who's quality player, won the Europa League three times with Sevilla, just sat sat on the bench and stuff. And he's the kind of player in those kind of games where we know people are going to sit back against us. He's got the passing ability to try and put a pass through, try and break that defence down. But I've, I've I've seen a ball. I mean, I've not been at the ground, so I've only watched... I mean, I have, but not as much as you lot have. I watch it on TV every week. And when a ball has had his chance, or he's played, he looks too slow to me. I know that's the Spanish football, and I love a ball. I think he's brilliant, like you said. He's won all them trophies at Seville and that. And I thought he was going to pull up trees when he came here and storm it. 
it just seems off the pace all the time. Whether that's the typical laid-back yeah. Spanish, it is, with a, a, a pint and a, a cigar in his mouth all the time. <laughs> Whether that's the way he is, I don't know. But he just seems like he's too laid-back for the Premier League. Same with Silver, like I said earlier. They just seem to be too laid-back yeah. for the Premier League. The, the, the two of them have carried the name. The, name the last game he played was against Spurs. And those are the teams I wouldn't play him against the top teams where they're going to have they're going to be coming at us. I would play him against the teams that are just going to sit back because then he doesn't have to have the legs. But obviously, Puel doesn't see something in him, which is probably why he's being linked away with a move away. Now, boys, um, sorry just to pull you away from the debate about it, but the fixtures coming up uh, for Leicester. Obviously, we've got the FA Cup at the weekend, which is going to be an interesting fixture. Uh, <laughs> Newport <laughs> County away. Um just a quick question on that. FA Cup, does that mean something? Do you think Puel will, again, try and go for that or, or not? Do you think he's just he's fluffed the League Cup and he just focus on the league now? Go on, Anthony, you go first. <laughs> I think for the first couple of rounds, he'll rotate. If we win those ones, that's when it starts to mean something. But he's not going to go all guns blazing against no. like Newport. Okay. The, yeah. like, but the biggest question, the biggest question, Anthony, is if we lose to Newport, is Pule out? No, it will be a draining match with some like youngsters. It's not going to be a like full full team. I think he should. The thing with the League Cup, I think the reason so many people were so frustrated with that was because it was the exact same thing as the year before where he rotated against Man City. We could have beaten Man City the year before. We took them to penalties and lost on penalties. What happened this year? We rotated against Man City, took them to penalties and lost on penalties. Don't blame him for the penalties, but I blame him for the fact that it got to penalties. If we played our strongest team, I think we could have have outplayed Man City. But don't you think, with the games that we've had after that Man City Cup game, he was right in resting Vardy? Yeah, I don't think it was just Vardy though that he rested. I think it was like Madison and all. He he's tried to sit back against Man City with no creative outlet, and it was a Man City B or C team to be honest. It was had players like Zinchenko who hasn't played for however long. He didn't even play most of their League Cup games, and loads of different players like that. But when you've got Vardy struggling with an injury, surely it's best to rest him for a cup game and play him for the league game because the league game's the bread and butter. The bread and butter is what's what you get paid for, really, than a cup game. I know it's a day out to Wembley. You might get a chance of getting to Europe, but I'd rather have Vardy fit and firing for the league games than I would for a cup game. Because yeah, it's I, more I important agree, league games. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that with Vardy. I'd, I even said when I was doing my match day stuff before that, but I agree with him taking Vardy out. But it was the amount of changes. Like Madison, I would have happily put Iheanacho in, to be honest, but it was like Danny Simpson playing instead of Ricardo. And I think it was just... He set up negatively from the first minute from that one. But he didn't change it into half-term. Go on, Jamie. Danny Simpson played on Tuesday. Uh, No, New Year's Day, whatever. What day was New Year's Day? Tuesday, wasn't Uh, it? Yeah, he's still counting the defenders out of his pockets, Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Simpson had a cracking game. Yeah, he did. But everyone seems to think... Pereira, when he first came, everyone said, oh, Pereira's not a fullback. He's got to play up the field. Now, all of a sudden, oh, he's a fullback. Why is he playing Danny Simpson? And why did he drop Marco Brighton? It's back to the same thing. Are we resting players? Or is he trying to get the system right for each um, each game we play? But if he does that, then he risks the wrath of the pure out brigade again by yeah. making all these changes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't yeah, win. I, think, I mean, I think... 
Yeah, I think Puel signed Ricardo as a right back because if you look what what he played for him in France, he was a right back, and when he was playing at Porto, he was a right back. But he's a right back who likes to bomb on, and that's that suits Puel's system down to the ground, just like Chilwell bombing forward. So I think that's people trying to find something out of nothing just to criticise him. Would the better system be Simpson Pereira or Pereira and Albrighton on the right? Pereira or Brighton day for me. Mm, I, I, Even though Simpson gives you that bit more stability at the back. Yeah, I think so. Uh, well, it's, hard, it's, hard, it's an hard one, that is, I think. Because I think both give a different sort of game. Uh, Albrighton gives you those crosses in the box and he's a bit of a workhorse. He will run everywhere. Oh, around you the say Albrighton puts the crosses in the box, who's going to put him in the back of the net? That's true. Lamani. Oh, wait. <laughs> Would you have him back? Pull out! Pull out! <laughs> would you have Big Slim back as an option? Well, I'd have him back to the end of the season. Then send him if he doesn't if he doesn't do well to the end of the season. Then then take the loss on him, sell him on, and bring someone who's Premier League proven in. Door, who's big there's a lot of cross, yeah, but there's always if you can't hit a barn door, he might get it off target, and there's someone else there. Ooh. It's yeah. somebody there for the headers. That gets the headers and wins the flick-ons. We haven't got. I mean, if you notice where Smichel kicks it all the time now to the oh, touchline, to the right or left, yeah, yeah to the wing backs, to either Pereira or, or well, they're both. Chilwell's got a decent header on him, but Pereira, I don't think he's won an header in his life yet so far. <laughs> but we need that option of the big man up front because I keep saying for years we need a big man, small man up front. It works all the time. It really does. Yeah. Even if like because he's Pereira's so adamant that Plan A is going to work. And he doesn't want a plan B, but no, you don't. me, he, even if he doesn't want want a plan B, he should have it there for the last ten minutes when it's going to shit, and we need to try and win, nick something. But plan A is working at the minute because we're seventh in the league, so why do we need a plan B? Because <laughs> it worked so well against Burnley and against Fulham yes. and all of those games, didn't it? I like if we nicked if we well, nicked some points in those games, we could be safely in seventh, not like to the point where if we lose a couple, we could be back down in thirteenth. I mean, I think we're about maybe six points shy of what we should have this year. Yeah, give or take. I yeah. mean, you know the festive period, boys, the festive period, you know the festive period, boys, give or take, if Madison had put that penalty away, we'd have had 12 in 12. Game over, game 12 over. 12 in 12 points at yeah. the festive period. And I'm telling you now, no one backed us for more than four points. No, no. one. Thing is, though, Lee, they would have still wanted us to get 13 out of 12 points to pull out brigade. Yes. It still wouldn't have been enough. Yeah, I, I agree on that, Jamie. We cannot, can't do anything. 12 in 12 against them, they'd have still gone, eh, it wasn't very good, though, was it? <laughs> I mean, 9 in 12. Bloody hell, 9 in 12 over Christmas. Four, what was it, 4 in 12 days yes, or 4 uh, in 11 it days? It was something oh. stupid, mate. But it, uh, talking about fixtures, we've got Southampton in the league, uh, Pule's old you know, club coming up down here at the King Power Three Stadium. Points. We've got Wolves, Liverpool, Man United and Spurs as the next five games. Now, well, you know, happened, you know what will happen. We'll lose the first two and win the next three. Now, if we take, say, say just for instance, this is, a, this is a gamble here, betting, but if we take nine points from those five, will you be happy with that? Because I would. I would. I'd be, I'd be very happy with that. If we were to take... Seven points. I think I'd be just about happy. Yeah, because it's a tough running. Yeah, it is. Two the, wins in a draw. It's a tough. You got the league leaders, Liverpool, Man United, are now back on the bounce from Solskjaer being in charge. We're yeah, hold the... on, Lee. Go on. They're only they've only played like 
bottom four teams True. at the minute. They haven't played, they haven't played anybody of any note. True. Yeah. See, Anthony's had enough now. He's gone. <laughs> He's got nothing to say now. Anthony's yeah. gone. There you go. Pure out. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Where's he gone? Sorry. He's back. He's Sorry back. about that. <laughs> we thought you'd give up the argument. Um, but, yeah, you've got, obviously, United, or Solskjaer's in charge, and Spurs as well. We were, I don't want to, like, bigging up Spurs, but they are a bloody good side at the minute, and I can see us probably beating Southampton. Wolves is going to be a tricky one. Because Wolves are very inconsistent at the minute, though, aren't they? Yeah, but they're, they're inconsistent, and they're only one point behind us. And... Oh. So what? Yeah. So and they're not on about sacking the manager either. No. That's I don't know. If you, I follow quite a few Wolves accounts on Twitter, they're not particularly happy with him. Oh come on! So. Oh behave! He's got Portuguese B team playing for him. What more do they want? It's unbelievable! It's, <laughs> I know. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's, it's, it's ridiculous. They're, they're... Yeah, I know. I know. I don't. I think Nuno should stay, but I, I know that there's not that there's Wolves. So hold on, are you saying Nuno for Leicester? <laughs> no, have you seen his football? It's throw everything at them. Uh, still one 0 up in the last 80th minute. Still throwing everything at them. He's got no sort of no no putting the brakes on it and no defending a lead. Jamie, you've just uh, you've just gave me something actually. Here's is the one thing I always throw out at the the Pule outers is if Pule's out, who's in? Who's actually going yeah. to do the who? job? And who wants who? to come? Who? Who? That's the question. Jardine, Brendan Rodgers. Jardine hasn't got a job. He got sacked from Monaco. Bre- well, would Brendan exactly, Rodgers... he hasn't got a job. My argument... Yeah, but he, sat, he got sacked from Monaco that uh, were near the top of the league and he got sacked. So there must be a reason behind it. I don't know. But, I mean... Who else got sacked from Southampton? There must have been a reason for that. Okay, as much well, as you... Brendan Rodgers would be a great addition, I think... Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I, I can see. I think Leicester are a bigger side than Celtic at the minute in terms of ambition. But historically, Celtic are a bigger side than Leicester, arguably, right? Why would he leave yeah. Celtic to come to Leicester? Apart from English. He football. said he wants to return to the Premier League, so. But in the future, so why not Leicester? See, here's another one Jose. No. Don't even get me started you know. on him. See? People have been mentioned, oh, we'll get Jose. Jose will come in. He won't come in a million bloody years. No, I need £300 million per transfer window. We've barely spent £300 million since we won the league. The names I've heard, Jose, Conte and uh, Zinedine. None of them would come here. None of them. No, that's unrealistic. So, I don't know. You hear some... St- but there is nobody out there, apart from Jardine, like he says, but... You just you just don't know. We've got a manager. Why that's a, why are we even talking about getting a new manager when we've already got a manager? Exactly. Uh, that that yeah. about wraps it up, boys. Um, uh, there's just no else to say really. Who would come in to replace Pule? If you Pule outers do want Pule out, who would actually come and who would do a good job? That's the question. <laughs> Maybe Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I took I took Cambridge United on FIFA manager once to the Premier League. I could probably I could do it. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, FIFA's different though, isn't it? Yeah, I gotta go. Right, thanks, boys. Thanks for coming on, and uh, I'll see you later. Right, thanks for you guys for coming on the show. It really, really meant a lot. If you guys want to come on the show, in the comments as a follow up, whoever you are, if you want to come on on the show and have a chat about Leicester and. Get your voice heard via our channels. Just give us a message, give us a comment, post, whatever you want to do, and we'll try and arrange it for you. 
Pure in, pure out. Is it really necessary where we are at the minute in the table? Or is some of Anthony's comments right that it's just down to consistency between other teams as well, which is why we're seventh? Or is Jamie right? Drop those in the comments and make sure you follow and share this video through Twitter, Facebook and wherever platform you're listening to. Subscribe via iTunes and SoundCloud. And above all else, please stay 100% LCFC. Come on, let's start. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.